Well, hello, Andre here. Welcome to another episode of The Daily. We are at the end of yet another work week. Congratulations on making it to the end. Whether you're working from home or uh, on your way to the office right now, I hope that you feel a sense of God's presence uh, in your heart, your spirit, uh, even as you begin your day. I pray for God's peace, His grace, His mercy and His kindness to be upon you even as you navigate through uh, this interesting, challenging yet formative times that we are living in. Well, a few weeks ago, I was unpacking some boxes in my house. Now I've uh, moved into my new house for almost a year now, and I'm still in the midst of unpacking boxes. I know some of you uh, just got anxiety, just as I mentioned that. You were like, what? You have unpacked boxes sitting around your house for almost a year now? Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's, that's kind of the way I am. I like to take things uh, slow, you know take it easy and uh, in many ways this feels like christmas right you know you get to unpack boxes you don't know what's really in the box because you know i forgot to label all of them when i moved and so you know every box is like a surprise and i find new things i find stuff that i didn't even know i owned uh you know as i unpack uh, some of these boxes now when i opened up uh, one of these uh, boxes uh, a few weeks ago i found all these old books that i forgot i owned and so uh, there were like books that i read when i was 16 years old uh, stuff that uh, you know that were very formative in my uh in the days of my youth and uh, even like books whose uh, theology that I completely disagree with now and so I put those aside uh, but in the middle of all those books I found a really really old journal now this journal was the first journal I owned uh, when I became a believer in, in Christ you know I bought this journal as a means for me to just dialogue with God through writing but also to take down sermon notes and stuff like that so I found like a bunch of old sermons from Pastor Daniel when he was my youth pastor and so those were really fun to read through and just uh, just even rereading some of this uh, timeless truths has been so nourishing to my soul and I found this journal entry uh, from the 28th of December 2006. I was 16 years old then. And I wrote this in my journal entry, you know, I, I wrote this, uh, I feel the fire in me. Come on, 16-year-old Andre. Uh, I said, I finally mustered up the courage to preach to my brother about the gospel. It felt great to share someone that I love with my brother. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will convict him and he will eventually be led to Christ. And I leave it in the Lord's hands. Well, so it's uh, amazing yet embarrassing to read that journal entry out loud. Uh, but, you know, many of you will know my brother. Uh, he was saved uh, through our Alpha initiative some two three years ago he is a big part of our community he leads the host ministry many of you love him you would say that he is the nicest of the Tan siblings Daisha is the pretty one and I would like to think of myself as the smart one but yeah you know as I was just recounting and uh, revisiting this this entry with my brother we were just both uh, filled with this deep sense of gratitude now I believe gratitude is thanking God for what you do have in the present. That means, you know, drawing attention to different things that you have in life and giving thanks to God for them. But I think gratitude also happens and takes place when you revisit the past and you see the hand of God, you see the faithfulness of God on display 
through moments of challenge, of crisis, but also seeing the promises of God coming to fruition, I think that fills you with such a deep sense of gratitude. I was just reminded this morning of the story from Joshua chapter 4. Now, if you're familiar with the book of Joshua, you know that it starts off with the miraculous crossing of the Jordan. Uh, the children of Israel crossed the Jordan, the waters receded, and it was a miraculous crossing. In Joshua chapter 4, it begins with Joshua asking uh, these 12 men from Israel, one man from every tribe uh, of the children of Israel, to take up a stone on their shoulders uh, from the Jordan River and to uh, set him apart uh, as what he calls uh, memorial stones, to use these stones as a way of memorializing God's faithfulness and the things that God had done uh, in that miraculous crossing of the Jordan. And we read this in Joshua chapter 4, verse 20. It says this, And those twelve stones which they took out of the Jordan, Joshua set up in Gilgal. Then he spoke to the children of Israel, saying, when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What are these stones? Then you shall let your children know, saying, Israel crossed over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he had dried up before us until we had crossed over. Verse 24, That all the peoples of the earth may know the hand of the Lord that is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. And so we see the purpose of these stones was for the purpose of memorializing what God did. But it also drew people who recounted and, and revisited and reviewed these stories to a place of acknowledging God's might, His power to a posture of worship. And I think, man, you know, what a word that we need to hear right now in the middle of all that we see and all that we face, to come to a place of this acknowledgement of God's might, His power, that as He did before, He can surely do again. He did it in the Red Sea, so He did it in Jordan. And that reality causing us to enter into a posture of worship and adoration. And I wonder for your life, whether you have such memorial stones, whether you have some of these things, uh, artifacts, if you will, journal entries, moments in your mind uh, of the past where you can look to, where you can revisit, review, to stir up gratitude in your heart, to stir up faith and hope for a new day. And I think that's such an important thing for us to cultivate, especially when the present moment seems like it's it's so overwhelming. It seems like there is nothing to celebrate in the present. Hey, why don't we take a step back and look at the past to review and observe God's faithfulness that is constant, has been constant through the generations. You know, um, in a leadership book that I read uh, some time ago, it says that every leader needs insight and foresight. And so insight, we all know it's this sense of deep understanding of something or someone. And we know foresight to be the ability to predict 
what will happen or what is to be needed in the future and you need kind of a, a blend of both insight and foresight to be a good leader you need to have this keen sense of understanding in you but also this ability to predict uh, the future in, in some regard and to be able to anticipate uh, what is to be needed in the future but i think for the believer we don't just need insight and foresight we need uh, hindsight, if you will. We need this ability of looking back in the past and having the past, God's faithfulness, God's hand, frame our view and perspective of the future. It is when God has revealed his nature, his character through an action in the past that it in many ways becomes illegal for us to doubt his nature, his character his person in the present, in the here and now. And so we ask ourselves honest questions in this moment. Has God been faithful? Has God's miraculous power been evident in times of plagues and disease and crisis? Yes. Has God been faithful in providing for us financially? Uh, that all that we have in our, in our world right now is uh, a provision that comes from God? Yes, has God been faithful in preserving us, in keeping us in times of trouble? Yes, has God's promises, be it prophetic words or words and promises from scripture, has these promises come to fruition in our lives? Have we seen it displayed? Yes. And so why do we doubt? Why do we question? Why do we fear? And perhaps the reason why we fear today is because we have forgotten what has been done in the past. You see, we are prone to this kind of amnesia, right? And I think the, the Bible writers are aware of this nature of the human condition. And that is why the, the most repeated command in the Bible by far is the command to rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always and again i say rejoice if you break down the word rejoice it simply means to read to come back joyce to joy to come back to joy to recount joy to review joy to revisit joy and perhaps that is what we need to do in this moment where it seems that the the, the future is bleak is uncertain we're not sure where joy is to be found in the future let's take a step back and revisit our past and see God's hand, the promises coming to pass, his faithfulness over certain situations, and recount them, revisit them, to rejoice in the Lord. And always again I say to you, rejoice. And so let's take a moment, shall we, as we approach the end of the week, as the situation develops all around us, all across the world, we see the bleakness that is the future. And we're not sure where joy is to be found. And our hope seems uncertain. And we are honestly scared, worried, and anxious. Hey, let's anchor our trust, our hope in the faithfulness of God, in His nature that has been revealed to us through Scripture, but also through our past, through the life that we have led to this point, we've seen God's hand upon it. And so, just as Joshua did, let's in this moment begin to erect memorial stones. If you have a journal, I encourage you to take out your journal, or if your phone, bring out your notes, 
And I want to encourage you in this moment to just be present with God, still your mind, quieten your heart, quieten your mind, just to the best of your ability, rid any external noise around you, get rid of all the distractions, and come into a place of quiet, of stillness, of rest. And in just a few moments, we're going to invite the Holy Spirit to come upon us. And what we're asking the Spirit to do in this moment is to bring to remembrance things that have happened in the past, things and circumstances and moments to which we have gone through that we have seen the promise, the faithfulness, the power, the deliverance of our God in these situations. And let's spend a few moments just remembering, recounting, and then rejoicing. Let's take a moment. Awesome. I hope that you had memories and, and these uh, significant moments come to your mind even as you are yielded to the Holy Spirit. No, I'm even in this moment just thinking about the power of remembrance, the power of remembering and how often we forget it. And just even thinking about the act of communion, partaking in the elements, the Eucharist, that act of eating of the bread, drinking of the blood, that moment is an act of remembrance. The Bible tells us that, that we ought to do it in remembrance of Christ, His work on the cross. And when we do it in that manner, our hearts are filled with gratitude, with great thanks for all that Christ has accomplished, has paid for us through the cross. Scripture tells us that when we partake of the bread in remembrance that our bodies are healed, are made whole. There is healing virtue power that comes as we partake of the elements. And I think of it this way, as we remember, our hearts are filled with gratitude, but also power is released in remembrance. Power comes when we remember, when we recount. I think of that verse in the book of Revelations. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony, our testimony, prophesies into the future. What we've experienced in the past and what we've seen God do in the past prophesies into the future. And it's saying God has done this before. And because He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, we can hold on to a God that is faithful and trust that what He has done and accomplished in the past, He can and will surely do again in the future. And so I want to call you to gratitude through remembrance, but also want to call you to remember and believe in the power of God that is still working in our midst today. Let me pray for you even as you begin your day. Father, we thank you for all that you have done in our lives. God, we thank you that our lives, where we are at, all that we have, all that we have accomplished is by no means a byproduct or a testimony of how able we are 
but all that we have, all that we are, is a testimony of your faithfulness. And so God, even as we examine our own lives, our history with you, God, our hearts are filled with gratitude and praise, but also faith to believe that the same God who delivered us out of darkness into his marvelous light can bring deliverance in any situation. And so God, we trust in you, in your nature, and in your name. And we believe in your power, in your good intention towards us, towards mankind. We love you. We glorify you. Come have your way in us and through us. We pray all this in your name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. We'll have a fresh new episode for you out on Monday. Be blessed. Have a great day at work. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.